Spread number love all over the globe. It's the Vibe Show with your host, Kano the Don. We have a special guest joining us on the show today. I'm talking about this guy is super duper funny, super duper talented. I'm talking about the one and only, my partner, comedian, actor, writer, the one and only Gene Harden. Man, what's going on, man? I'm talking about this man. This man is the one of the hardest working people I know. Just did a gig, got off a plane, and now doing the vibe show right now. That's exclusive, my brother. Oh, oh, oh and not, not just that, but I, I'm right now on daddy daycare time right now. So, uh, you know, it just never stopped. From the plane, straight to pick up the princess. And now we headed uh, to go grab something to eat while this podcast is happening. So make sure y'all understand I don't care how many kids you got, you can still multitask. Exactly. And See I'm that? That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. It never stops, man. And and doing that daddy thing right now at the same time while taking care of business, getting it done. So y'all getting the exclusive right now, man. Uh, you got a lot of people jumping on the live right now, showing nothing but love. The flight. How was the flight and everything, my brother? Everything was good. Hey, bro. Yeah. When you get bumped up to first class, it's always good. And you, you know what the gangster part was? What? Like. I was hoping to get first class, right? Yeah. So I purposely ain't eat before what? I got on the plane because I'm like, all right, I want to save my appetite for the good first class food. But it was a gamble because if I didn't get first class, I'd have been back there in section eight starving. <laughs> you said section eight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd have been in section eight starving, middle seat, and it, the whole day would have been messed up. I probably wouldn't even call in. Oh, man. Hey, man. So, you know what, man? God is definitely good, man. Shout out to God on that, man, making that play right there, that big play right there for it, man. I appreciate that. So, look, man, I, I want to, before we even uh, dive into everything, I just want to uh, thank you, man, for, for making this happen, man. This is uh, definitely a great opportunity. I know you're a super busy person, and I just appreciate you for me and my team, man, for fitting us in on, in your busy schedule. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, what sold me was uh, one of the things you said was you want and you like and that, to help people, that the purpose is to help people. And it took me a long time to realize that. I read a lot of books from a lot of wealthy people and about a lot of wealthy people, and one of their biggest things was giving back. Because right. the more you give, the more you get back. A lot of people don't know that. A lot, a lot of people in the hood don't know that because we always just try to take and hoard and keep ourselves. So when you said that to me, man, I'm like, all right, sold. I'm down. Man, absolutely. I think that's what it's all about, man. Just really bringing unity, trying to trying to still put that energy out there, man, that we can still all work together no matter what levels that we on, man. And it's okay once we reach a certain level, too, to try to pull somebody else up, too, man. You know what I mean? And I think that as long as we're doing that, we can keep that good energy out there because there's enough room for everybody to eat, man. But, you know, we still got to kind of open those doors up once we get in any way that we can. Any help is better than no help at all is the way I look at it. But you know you know what the catch is, though? A lot of people don't know that their blessings is just is just there for them. Ain't nobody else can get what, you, what you're supposed to get. Right. And so when, when people have that mindset, they're a little more selfless they, they're a little more giving because you understand that regardless what happens to you 
I'm still gonna get mine. Right. Especially if I'm on that right track. What happens if you shine, shine on? There's enough sunlight for everybody. But right. a lot of people don't catch on to that, and, and so they, you know, they see you moving up. They see you uh, getting things done, and they try to snatch your light and dim your light. And that's, you know, I ain't on that, man. Right. Right. Man, now you, you, um. Man, you've been grinding for for a really, really long time. And before we get into to the accolades and everything, I wanna um I wanna give my listeners a little bit of history about you, man. If we could go back a little bit, you know, has it always been um being funny? You know, cause like I'm, I'm noticing like a lot of um a lot of a lot of the comedians. I don't really think that. Yeah, you, you just cut out. What you say? Can we go back a little bit? I want to get a listeners a little bit of a uh, little bit of history on you, man, because you've been grinding a long time. It's not something that you just jumped off the porch doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so my thing is like with comedy, is it is it normally like a lot of the comedians um, usually usually be funny from from childhood too? Is that is that something that that were you always funny as a child as well? With 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 that being said, um, why 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 you felt like you would never get married? Was it was it from witnessing um, a lot of failed um, situations as far as people around you, or it was just something just uh, something the way that you felt personally? How I felt personally um, about marriage developed way later. Um, actually, developed after my marriage, <laughs> but. Um, before that, yeah, it was just watching a lot of failed attempts from, from other people. My boys coming out of college, getting married early, uh, getting divorced early. Like, I just was trying to avoid all of that. But as I got older, I realized that that wasn't really because I didn't believe in uh, matrimony and all like that. It's just that what I'm finding out about a lot of things in my life was just I was just afraid of failure. And I didn't want to fail. Right. Right. You know? So... That's why I just. That's why a lot of things took a while to jump off of my life. I just didn't want failure. I didn't want to try something and not be good at it, or try right. something and just fail at it. So, like I just, so I didn't really swing my back. And then I finally got older. I'm like, all right, well, look, it's, it's, it's do or die now. Right. And then uh, I got married and failed it, but but for for a bigger purpose, a bigger reason. So right. ain't nobody else to blame for that, but at least I went, I tried it, 
and now, now I'm convinced it ain't for me. Right, right. I, I, I definitely, um, I definitely get you on that. Are you still there? Yeah, I definitely get you on that. Okay. I definitely get you on that. That, that, that make a lot of sense. I don't you know, know, man. It sounds like you got a Bruce Mogul over there. I ain't know <laughs> you got cut off or not. Nah, man. Never that, brother. Never. Hey, and look, shout out to Boost Mobile too, though, man. Ain't nothing wrong with. Ain't nothing wrong with Boost. Boost trying to make a comeback, man. Hey, hey, yo, let me tell you something. I, you know, I rock with Boost Mobile. If they, you know, if they have more than like three gigabytes. Yeah. I, I, I get a Boost Mobile. They, they get, they get expensive. Yeah. <laughs> let me ask you this, Gene, man. At what point? At what point did you? Um, I know when you, you know, you. you, 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 you Chop it up. Say it again. At what point did you? Um, I think it's because you were in the car moving around, man. That's what it is, and you on you on that dog on earpiece. That's what it is. It you, could be that. It you, could be that. You got you. I'm, uh, not, trying, not, to little, I'm trying to get the little princess to the crib and get her some food. So look, otherwise I would have pulled over for it. But nah, you good. You good. You good. You got you. I, I think you might have to invest in a. Uh, 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 you can't have one of them little dollar store uh, Bluetooth in now, nah, man. Nah, that's why I, I got the Bluetooth in my car, but who knows, man? It might just be, because uh, you you call them from, I mean, we talking, where you, you in Louisiana? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the stuff right there. You probably underwater. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Right. Oh, hey, man, you know, hey, we, we shake it back, man. We, we shake it back, man. We shake it back. <laughs> it's hard to have a conversation when you blowing bubbles. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it is, man. My, my my I'm doing the show, man. Like I'm I'm recovering, man. From you know, I, I had a little, little water damage and stuff like that, so I'm recovering. Man. Right. I gotta I got I gotta forget. I gotta remember. I'm talking to a, a master comedian right now. <laughs> so you know we keep wanting we keep wanting to host at all times. Hey man, I, I I see that man. I see that. So let me ask let me ask you this, man. You um when at what point did you decide? You know what this comedy thing, man? I could really eat off of this, man. What what was like your first, your first paid gig when you really start taking it serious? Like, man, I'm about to really put everything into this. I don't know if it was the paid gig that did it. To be honest, I just know the very first time. So I moved down to Florida. I left New York. I moved down to Florida. That's where um, I got married and all that. But when I came down here, I was supposed to go to law school. So I was applying or starting to apply and getting stuff together for my LSATs and for law school and all that. And right. then uh, before I before I did that, I did my first open mic. And most comics, your first open mic is supposed to be trash. Like you're right. supposed to, it's it's going to be bad. A lot of the big dudes will tell you like it ain't always pretty those very first times. Right. Mine just happened to be surprisingly dope. Right. Right. So my very first time I did comedy made me decide that I could do this for a living. And so that's when I, 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 I put them LSAT books down and I just started going full throttle with the comedy joint. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. so I, I wasn't getting paid for a long time, but I still knew that I wanted to do this. Right. You know? So, it, and even, even my first paid gigs, I'm sure it wasn't nothing. I probably got $50, $20. You know what I'm saying? Right. That wasn't enough to make me be like, yo, this is going to be it. This is, I could sustain, I could pay my rent with this. Right, right. It was just, my brain said, yo, you you could do this, and you could make this a full-time if you want. Right. Why the, why the transition from um, from New York to Florida? That's a, that's, a, uh, that's a big change. 
you think um to me uh it would have been more what comedy opportunities out there in new york as opposed to florida but were you you was doing the law thing out there in florida no, or no 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 i i never started law at all ah look into getting taking the, the the test to get in i got my bachelor's and i was looking into getting a law school right but when i was in new york i was you know doing some acting in there i did some plays i did some commercials and stuff but comedy didn't really uh become like a real thought until i left florida i went to la i left la then i went to florida to see about this girl ah so, while i was down there that's when I was like, all right, let me just try my hand. And then it just happened to be a bunch of comedy clubs and stuff available to me. And then I just kind of took off from there. Ah, uh, so you, so you got, you, you, you got set up, you got set up for failure. In other words, heading out there to Florida behind this girl. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I did be failure, but I mean, I was, you know, I was, you know, shooting my shot. Ah, she must've been bad, man, for you to just, uh, Pack up, man, and, 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 and relocate, man. I, yo, look. She was. <laughs> let me not try to take nothing away from us. She yeah, was bad. yeah. But, you know, like, you know, she, we, me and her ain't work together. Right, right. I, I don't like to put no blame on any particular person or situation, but, you know, she probably dope for somebody else, just wasn't for me. Right. Probably, and seeing, I, you know, I know I'm dope, but just not for her. Right, right. You know what, man? Even with with okay, so what I like what I like about you too, man. Like you took it a step farther, um, you know, and you started dipping into to acting as well. Did you have the acting bug along uh, back then too? Was that something that you had uh, foreseen pursuing, or kind of like developed along the way? Both, man. When I was in college. I was in a, I was taking this English writing class or this, uh, I, it was a speech pathology class. I forgot what it was. And um, my professor, first of all, I was failing the class, right? Because I was barely showing up. You know what I mean? Girls started giving me some love in college because right. I missed that boat in, in high school, right? Right. So when I got to college, girls started showing me some love, right? And so I wasn't going to school. I was failing my classes just like I didn't care. I was thinking I was smarter than everybody anyway. And my professor was like, yo, Money, you, um, you're going to fail out this class. And the only thing that's going to get you out this class is if you sign up for this play. Because we need, we need somebody uh, to fill up uh, one of the parts. Right. I, I went, I auditioned for one of the parts, I got the part, and I rocked it. And the professor was like, yo. And so she started pushing me to act. So I did most of the plays for the next few years in college. Wow! And then she wanted she wanted me to go to Yale. She wanted me to apply to Yale for uh, for my master's in fine arts. I wasn't even thinking about that because I didn't think I had that Yale money. I didn't know they had grants or anything like that. I just wasn't thinking about going to college for one more day. Right. So um, then I just I got out of college and I just started pursuing acting, and that's when you know some things jumped off of me. And, and so now that I'm doing the comedy thing, I, I got back into the acting, and so. Now the acting gigs are coming back. Yeah, they 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 definitely coming back, and you do uh, you do a, you you do a damn good job too, man. Like you uh, you you've been in quite a few things, and had a, quite a few opportunities. Um, so now I'm I'm trying to get this straight too. Now, um, at what point 
then, um, you know, because as your career is progressing, you started to get um, professional management, professional, uh, I mean, agents and all these different things. At what point did that come into position where you needed to get that those type of things in position? Well, to be honest, I don't have none of that. Ah. To be honest, um, I've been I've been uh, I've been riding this wave dolo. I used to open up for Gary Owens, and he already got a, a, a built team, right, of management and agencies, and so he was well represented in Hollywood. And as his feature act, I just kind of got all the perks of that. So what it, whatever gigs he got, he blessed me with. Whatever gigs he uh, or didn't do or didn't want to do, he'd add, he'd offer them to me, and then he put me on his TV show. So for about seven years, I was riding that wave. I didn't need no other agency or management because I was it was I was already pretty much spoon fed with 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 what he with his um his team. Right. And and do you prefer do you prefer working that way? Um, for other for other um, entertainers that you know that's in the beginning phase of it, um, is that because that just works for you and you've acquired a lot of knowledge along the way to the point to where you can handle it, um, handle all of your affairs and scheduling and, and and all of that stuff yourself? No, 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 no. That 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 joint is cute for a hot second. Right. When you when you when you start bubbling, you need the help. Right, and and that comes in, and I'm talking about in every part of your life. A lot of us will shut down help because our pride won't let us, so we think we can do it by ourselves. But if you if you can sense that it's positive help, right? Somebody's really on your team, then ride with it. So right now, it's been working as far as it can for me. But I definitely, you know, going to need an agent soon. I'm going to need management soon. I'm going to need an attorney. I'm going to need all those things so they can do the work that. I, I need done while I'm focusing on the creativity and working working on the craft. Because look at look at all the dope dudes out there. Ain't nobody out there doing it by themselves. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, if you starting out, of course, go as far as you can by yourself because nobody's gonna know you. Nobody's gonna want to invest in you. But eventually, once you build up that momentum, they'll come knocking on your door. All those all the all those Instagrams and social media. Juggernauts that we see right now, or the kids that's blowing up from social media. Look, they started just from their cell phones, but they got a team now. It's right. just a matter of time. Right. Do you um? <clears throat> do you feel like um? Do you feel like comedians, uh, the, the comedian, the comedian world? You do you feel like you guys um stick together, or is is the is the comedy world? Sort of like um, any other entertainment lane. It's kind of like divided a little bit. I mean, you could you could put that on any job or any anywhere at the top where people are making good money. You know what I'm saying? But right. you you spend your time uh, once you find yourself once you once you're good with yourself, the good people will come around. And so I just I got lucky. I had good people around me, and I had um, you know, and I saw I know this com comedy comedians you know they got their clicks but not even like you know if you cool you cool right i seen i seen uh gary owen know a lot of different people different kinds of comedy uh different kind of comedians you know what i'm saying like right. i watched it 
I watched him build with, with all from all walks of life, from people that used to open up for him back in the day to, to dudes that are bigger than him. Like, I've seen him rock with everybody. So it just depends on who you are and, and how you want to approach it. Because, you know, you got some other people that want to just lock themselves in their own little bubble. Right. And that's how they that's how they want to go through comedy. They don't, they don't mess with nobody. I mean, that works for them. And that probably is going to work for a short time. And then you're going to come across other people that you got to work with, need to work with. And then it won't happen for you because you never built that rapport with nobody else. Right, right. So it could be a, it could be a, a small world, I guess, but I don't look at it like that. Like as long as you're a cool human being, we can rock. Right. Yeah, that's that's I, I feel I feel the same way on that. Let me ask you this from a um from, a, from an experience perspective, as far as um, your take on being in the entertainment business. Um, First coming in, going through your experiences and still going through experiences up until now, um, what are some of the good things that you can say about um, the business and, and some of the things that you kind of wish would change as far as in the business? I didn't get to that point yet where I, I, I wish that there were things that would change because um, I'd probably take the initiative to start to change. Yeah. I think... I think the biggest thing I learned from this whole uh, journey is that change that you want for yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of people, myself included, don't know that you got to just work on you first. <clears throat> right. I just thought I was that dude. I thought I was smart enough. I thought I was funny enough. I thought I had what it took. And then when things didn't then things didn't work out, I blamed everybody else. Right. And then it took a lot of soul searching or hitting rock bottom financially, emotionally, spiritually for me to be like, oh, money, you're the common denominator. <laughs> yeah. Yo, if you look at everything that's going on in your life, yo, you, you're the one. Instead of blaming right. everybody else and, and and finding fault in what, what the industry could have done or what this club or promoter didn't do, I, I just I got past that so now like I've been so working on me that it like the dope things have been happening you know and yeah. like and I ain't got nobody I got I don't have to blame nobody because I know now what who the common denominator was so right. and even when things don't work out I still don't blame nobody because that's just gonna happen it's gonna be times where like uh, you know you go you got your, your mind set on the show and the show get canceled because tickets ain't sell or right. promoted got locked up who knows what goes on you know what I mean but it, it took me a while to realize oh okay once I work on me and once and also once I found how to be thankful for the things that I did get already mm-hmm. it changed a lot of things for me you know what I'm saying right it changed a lot of things I used to be mad and I didn't know that I didn't know that I was mad I, I thought I was a happy dude because I always like laughing and making people laugh but I used to just be mad just be ready to fight ready to set it off arguing all the time you know what I mean and just then I look around with the smoke clear everybody gone I'm like yo money you you did this right (laughs) like you did it so once I changed that that mindset uh, like things started to open up a little more yeah I just realized like I was was it though I was I was the root 
to everything. And so now I be spreading that to everybody, man. Like, you know, or, or if people want to beef with me, I just, now I just chill and look back. I just stay quiet and look at them like, yo, I'll wait till you finish, man, because I already know what this is. You protecting <laughs> your your energy and your yeah. name on me. And I don't, I don't need to be around for it. Right, right. Been there, done so that, that already. You got to deal with on your own. Right. You know what? I, I, and I think that that, um, that applies in life, period. You know, not just in the entertainment business, you know. And like you say, that that was what you were dealing with. And you, you had to come to that, that self-realization um, because that energy was hindering um, your blessings. You know, and I, and I think that um, a lot of us suffer with that, too. You know, and it may be based on... Um, past history uh childhood it'd be a lot of different elements that 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 play into um a lot of different things that we need to work on trying to get more control of and like i like how you said that you know being thankful for the little things you know we got to appreciate yeah. the little things first before we could try to you know start appreciating bigger blessings you know but look look check just on on, on the on the flip side right look at the people including ourselves, right? Right. Probably came out of relationships, bitter. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> See the girls posting on social media, always got something to say about relationships, about if your dude ain't doing this. If he, oh, you be watching them like, yo, mom, like, like when you gonna realize maybe it was you. Right. Like maybe it was you. And so once, the, once those people, including ourselves, stop and realize, all right, man, you know what? Let me find happiness in who I am and then work on the things that I can change about myself. Those are the same people that uh, six months, a year later, boom, they posted, they get engaged, they got married. They wasn't looking for love, but they found it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. They they stopped blaming. They stopped searching for the wrong things. People be searching and don't realize that what you really want to search for is yourself. Right. We're looking for for everybody else. I I like a person with this. I like a girl with that. I mean, look for yourself first. And when you find that person, oh, man, all the other dope stuff's going to come regardless. Right. But it took me a long time to realize that, so don't let me get to preaching, but <laughs> that's just my, that's just my truth, you know what I mean? Man, we need to, but you know what? And and see, that's the thing. that the, Those truths, those testimonies need to be heard. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's, yeah. the, that that's the stuff that needs to be heard. You know, that that's not something that you're supposed to keep to yourself because I, I don't think that that's what he wants. I think that he, he wants those testimonies to be shared because people need to hear that type of stuff, you know, because sometimes, you know, somebody might look up to you a certain type of way or, or, you know, respect and appreciate you in a certain type of way and can actually receive that from you. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, I might, mean, and Mike can't receive it from me. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Well, I mean, I mean first, listen, uh, first and foremost, I got a little princess here behind me right now. Earphones pl- plugged in, you know what I mean? That that got to look up to me and she, I, I give her what I want to give her as a parent. Right. So, like, I want her to be as fulfilled as possible. And so, I, it, I, it, I'm learning now that I got to lead by example. Absolutely. I was selfish before and, and selfish meaning like, I didn't know that I was wrong a lot of times. I didn't know that I didn't have the right answers. I didn't know that, that I was I was devoid of a lot of things that I thought I wanted in life. So right. now I got to supply this little princess with, with, the, with those tools so that she could be good by herself. And in that process, I'm learning all of it. Right. Then, 
Right. Let me ask you this, Gene, man. With um, some say that that um, stand up um, can be can be difficult. How 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 do you how do you approach? Um, who the who the hell says otherwise? Right. <laughs> <laughs> who the hell says otherwise? Ain't ain't no comedian that that's made it. Ain't no comedian that's at a place that we want to be is going to tell you that comedy is easy. Right. None of them. Talk to any one of them. Gary Owen, Kevin Hart. Ain't none of them going to say it's easy. They might be on cruise control now. You know what I mean? Because but they put that work in. I physically watched it. Right. I watched. I watched Gary put that work in, like a monster. So, I know. I know what it is. I know. What, I know it, it ain't easy. You know what I mean? Failed right. attempts at at other. You know, at at um, business ventures. Um, you know, promoters acting shady, and then sometimes that can take a toll on your personal life. This it ain't easy. And, oh, and then, oh, keep in mind, with all that, you still got to go get on that stage and murder it. Right. So right. Some, some comedians will have so much going on in their lives that they they can't, they don't know how to separate, they don't know how to separate it, and they'll get on stage and feel it. They can feel the burden from their life happening on stage. Right. The good ones know how to separate it. Right. You know what I mean? The good ones, so it ain't easy. When, um, and uh, it was a couple of years ago, uh, me and Gary was on tour. We did a show in, I think we was in Memphis. We were somewhere, somewhere, probably somewhere in Tennessee. I don't remember, but his brother had just died. Mm-hmm. And he, everybody expected him to cancel the show. And he didn't. Yeah, and I was expecting him to cancel the show. Right, didn't. and that's and this, that was his dude, and he got on that stage and he rocked it in a special way, and he talked about it there at the end. It did get emotional, so he was carrying that burden of real life on stage, but he still was able to separate it to do his job, rock it, and and go on to show. And that was one of the best shows. A lot of people said, right. Tour. What what what's like your your um your method like as far as preparing for a show? Is is it anything special that you do, or you kind of just um, base your material on what is what is your method? You seem kind of you seem kind of organic to me. Your style seemed kind of organic to me. Like, how much preparation go into um, you preparing for a show? Well, I mean, keep in mind, like my brain is now nice and it's tuned to how I want the show to go, how I want my jokes to go. What's, what, what's happening now, though, is that I'm, I'm able to really come off the, the hip. Like, so this past show, this past couple of shows, I've, I've been getting heckled. Really? This one lady, mm-hmm. one, one, uh, one show, I was heckled by my friend. Like these, uh, this couple, they, they come to a lot of my shows, and they just heckle, just be talking, talking, talking. And so, and so those are hard because I don't be want to shoot them dead. Yeah, those yeah. Are me, but I still got to give them to them. I got to give them the Heisman. I got to give them that gut check. though. So, listen, 
this is this is how it could go. So let's just saw it. Of course, I do. I learned now to do it in a way that it don't come from. I I don't do it angrily. Ah, gotcha. Before, you. like when I first started, I used to. If somebody heckled man, oh, I would try to destroy them till they hit it themselves. They hated life. <laughs> but now I'm able to do it where you can still laugh at yourself because I'm making fun of you because you will. So you was the culprit. Right. But as far as preparing, um, like, I don't, there's no real preparation. Like, when it comes to new jokes, I write a lot of my stuff down. Some of them I just know the premise, and I'll go on stage, and I'll just try it out. So once I start talking and I hear it, once the crowd receives it, that's how, I, that's how I know, all right, there's something right there. But please understand, that's the same way you can find out when a joke is trash. <laughs> Yeah. You get on that stage and be like, all right, let me just go try it out and see um, how it falls on these ears. And then you see that silence. And I ain't saying hear the silence. You can see it. You can see the thickness in the air. People looking at you like your money. Next. Right. So preparation is all different. And, 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 and even the preparation could be the most prepared person on the planet. When you get on that comedy stage, you can throw all that out the window if a lot of the variables ain't in order. Either the crowd ain't there or the crowd is there but they not paying attention or they paying attention but they not laughing or they laughing but they drunk. So so many different factors that can flow off all preparation. So you just got to be prepared as a person. So I get on stage prepared as a human being first and foremost. Right. And then I deal with whatever comes. In, a, in, a, in, in the business, um, being in the entertainment business, what what's some advice that you could give as far as like um being able to to handle all of the um devices around you um you know how the entertainment life could be how do how does Gene Harden stay grounded and focused I know with having a daughter now that that could be a big um or well, one of the main huge reasons that you stay grounded now but before and, and advice you could give now on how to remain grounded in the entertainment so, business with everything around you. Yeah, you want the, the truth? The truth? Yeah, absolutely. Is that, the truth is that a lot of the stuff that's happening for me and to me, all the good stuff, yeah, is happening because I started this joint way late, right? Yeah. So it's a catch-22 with my scenario because... A lot of comedians, a lot of musicians, a lot of TV stars started their quest early on in life. Right. Before they developed as human beings. Right? So, now, they made the money. You know what I mean? Like, they they acquired a lot in their lives, but they didn't acquire happiness. Ah. Or, or, or they learned to, they learned that the happiness came through the money or through... Uh, the, the the status, right? And that right. comes with, in, for any anybody. I'm talking about people in the corporate ladder, fresh out of college, got a dope job, making money, they climb it up. And a lot of people, and you know, athletes especially, because athletes they they read to start their career early on. So a lot of these dudes come out of college, go to NFL, NBA. They they getting the love from everybody. They getting the money, but they ain't, they ain't find themselves yet. So by the time they you meet them, or by the time they get older, they done they've been jaded because they learned life through that that 
platform from right. your status and the fame. So, like I said, lucky for me, God kept me broke most of my life, right? Right. Because so I probably would have been reckless if I was that dude that got fame early. You know what I mean? If right. I got money early in my life, I would have been reckless, if not dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't, I, I'm not mad at, at the at the route that I took. I, I don't recommend everybody, but everybody got to follow their own, their own path. It just so happens that at, now I'm a grown man, and now that the stuff is coming to me, I'm already grounded because I, I lived it, I've been through it. And so now when I pursue the same things the younger kids who's doing or pursuing, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sound now, so you can't run the okey-doke on me. Right. I mean, I'm, or I'm, I'm willing to turn down the gig if it don't seem, you know, if it don't seem sound. I'm not just going to somebody's party if it's shady. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not doing a lot of the things I probably would have done 10, 20 years ago just to get in, just to fit in. I got and it's, gonna, it's probably going to be a longer route for me and for those people, but it's going to be a happier one. Right. Right. I definitely... Um, I definitely get you on that, man. That 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 make that makes a lot of sense. You know, it. it I just feel like, um, you know, the path the path that you 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 are taking. I think you're on that longevity path. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Let me let me let me talk to my boss in the back. Absolutely. Appreciate everybody jumping on the live Baton Rouge. Uh, my boy Casper. Uh, hold on, hold on one second. Man. All right. Leo Messi. Shout out to Leo Messi. What is what? Oh, that's just a towel. Yo, you got off the I've A-L-T-I-N six two zero six, y'all. We got Gene Harden on, on the uh vibe show yeah, right now. Uh finish your your look watching your show. I'm gonna finish this uh interview and I'm gonna get right back to you. That's for sure. K underscore K shout out. Money wave, okay. shout out. That's the easy one. Get the hard one. Then we can talk. The hard one, well, get the hard puzzle. You got the easy one. That's easy to get. All right, let me get back to work. All right, baby girl. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna keep you too much more longer from the queen. We got a few more little things, man. Um, so much yeah, love yeah, being man. shown. Look, um, now I I, I want to ask you about uh, you know, ballers with Dwayne yeah. Johnson. What um, how how did that experience come about, man? That opportunity. So I got it. I I do have. Uh, I, or I did have an agent down here in Florida for a high second, and she was, they were sending me out on everything that was happening in Florida. And Ballers was being filmed in Florida that year. So Ballers, America's Most Wanted, um, Burn Notice, all those shows that I did, I got them through the same agent down here in Florida, and I went out to the audition and just got the part. And then, but I also, because I've been down here, and it's not, this market ain't as big as, say, New York and L.A. The casting director down here, they know me. So sometimes the casting director will just call the agency and be like, yo, tell Gene to come through if he wants this. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So, like, because she knows my work. I got cast in, in America's Most Wanted, right? They cast me. They they call me to audition to play the, the father, right? Right. A couple of lines. But they wanted me to play the African father. And I started not to go to the audition. Be honest, because I, I know I don't look my age, right? Right, I don't right. Look like nobody. You definitely I, I don't, just, man. I was, yeah, look I was, like I was, a little, look like a little, 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 little twenty-four year old man. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I I knew I I felt like I ain't fit the part, and it was an hour drive. And luckily, I had gas in the car because if I didn't have no gas, I'd have been told that lady, "Hey, you gonna miss me on this one?" Because I can't drive down there and back. But I went anyway to go do my couple lines. When I get there, the director's there, the producer's there, and I went the, the, the farther line, and they were like, "Yo, hey, can you stick around for a second? I'm like, "Yeah, I don't burn this gas. Hell yeah, I'm gonna stick around." <laughs> right. So they were like. All right, well, we want you to be for the main part. I said, man, y'all should have let it with that. I'd have bought y'all donuts or coffee or something. I go in there, I read for the main part, and I get it. And then that was that. And so once the casting director saw that, so then she started being like, all right, she'll call me. So the ball is happening because she called the casting agent, or casting director, I mean, the casting director called my agent, and the my agency said, yo, Gene, you got an audition, come through. And I went, she wanted to make sure... Uh, I at least fit the part, which was a small part. I just played, you know, Ricky's barber in, in the episode, and that was it. Right. You know, um, I want to uh, right now. Let's 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 take time, man. To, I want you to give shout outs, man, to anybody you want to give a shout out to, family, friends, uh, loved ones, uh, support, fans, whatever, man. Let's let's get some shout outs right quick. All right, let me give a shout out. To my little princess, who's in the back of the car, watching whatever show she probably don't watch a hundred times. You know it. She's holding it down, being bad patient, letting daddy do her thing, his thing, and she ain't saying a word about it. She ain't nagging me, so I love her for that. Shout out to my little girl for doing that. Um, shout out to uh, my girl that's been holding me down, like just she's just been holding me down, like really been holding me down, making sure that I'm good. Even when I, I be a little whack, right? Um, shout out to my man Cisco. Uh, you, you probably gonna have him on your show because he's on the rise to comedian out there. Um, and I, I gotta, yo, I, I gotta be honest, man. I gotta give a shout out to Gary Owens. The dude uh, put me on. He had more faith in me than I did at the time, and I didn't really, I didn't really show my appreciation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, right. I think I, I went about my, my. I was too getting too comfortable, so shout out to uh, Gary Owen, and he's doing big things. And but he paved the way for sure. He saw the light in me probably before I, I saw it in myself. And so man, that's dope. And that's it, man. And we want to get them shout out, shout out to the fans too. My fault. As the NBA and NFL plays, yo, shout out to God. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I'm realizing that he, he like, he's the reason, and I, I really didn't embrace him a lot i used to think it was corny he was always <laughs> be like yo first and foremost give a shout out to god yeah like yo, but you ain't doing godly things like you're still a little whack but so i i i, I saved him for last because i'm really starting to accept the fact that yo he's he, he the reason that a lot of this stuff is happening or at least a lot of reasons why i'm seeing myself in a different light it's because of him so or her Man, I know, right? Shout out to the ladies out there. Shout out to the ladies out there. God could be a lady. Absolutely, Gene. Man, um, I wanna, I wanna put your social platforms and stuff out there in ways that people can connect with you as well. Can we put those platforms out there as well as you got the new podcast too, huh? The, the human, human being, being with Gene. The human being with Gene podcast. It is, it's fulfilling for myself but I know it's helping a lot of people because people be 
hitting me up and just telling them, telling me how it's been pulling them through times. And, you know, sometimes it'll make you laugh, sometimes it'll make you cry, but it's been getting people through some time. So go on any social media platform. You can find it on iTunes, Google Play. Um, I'm going to start doing a YouTube version of it. Um, but just look up the human being. Oh, and Spotify, all that. The Human Being with Gene podcast. You can check that out. You can find me on Instagram at Gene Harden. Just my name. G-E-N-E. I know a lot of y'all want to make me Haitian and make it Jean. It ain't Jean. It is Gene Harding on social media, and you'll find it. And 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 I uh, got a, a a question from a fan too. You you're not uh, Ken to James Harden, huh? Say it again. I got a question from one of your fans. You're not you're not uh, feel, uh, connected to James Harden in any kind of way. It ain't one of your family members or see, nothing, huh? See, not a T now. <laughs> if they was a real fan, they would have known. That my name is Harding, not Harden. See what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying, that's man. That's probably why they. That's probably why I ain't got. I, I be losing followers every day because they looking up Harden. Yeah, yeah. Mine is Harding, H A R D I N G, for the real fans. For the real fans out there, and, man. And and, and and James Harden got that full on beard. I'm a grown man, can't grow. Just look past his little peach fuzz. So I ain't got no family affiliation with Harden. Yeah, I was about to, no damn facial hair. I was about to ask you about what, what's what's the baby face secret, man. But you just you you just you just you just don't want to grow up, man. I I, I see what it is, at, man. At all, at all. <laughs> it's probably gonna hit me like when I'm seventy. I'm gonna have a full white beard on my grill. Yeah. Right now, none of it's good. I be shaving it though, just trying to inspire. Yeah. I be trying to inspire these hair follicles, but nothing be happening. Man, look, brother. I really, really appreciate you. You already know one thing. You know you're going to have to come back on this show again to promote whatever you got going on or just come on here, man, and just hang out, man. Well, yo, one, I'm down to do that at any point, down to get down there. Also, I forgot I'm doing, I started a tour with my homeboys called The Fools of Comedy. Shout out to my man Des White, too, uh, one of the uh, compadres that I got in there is me, Cisco, and Des White. Uh, starting the Fools of Comedy. Y'all can follow us, uh, Fools of Comedy, on Instagram. Check out foolsofcomedy.com. And, yeah, so that's one of the things I'm promoting. So Y'all got the we'll dates on there and all of that? You said what? Y'all got the dates and all that on there? So we already knocked out. We just, so we just started uh, getting tour dates together. So dates are coming up because we're try trying to get all three of our schedules in sync. But new dates coming soon, tour dates. Coming soon, soon I come. That's the best Jamaican accent I'm gonna give you. Let, 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 me, let me hear it again, Gene. Oh, here we go. I'll be the judge of that. Dates are soon come. Uh, Yo, I, got a, I got a real Jamaican walking by me, looking at me side eye. I know, right? I'm looking like uh, we, we got, we got, we got, we got to tighten that one up. Uh, we got to tighten <laughs> yeah, it up. I sound like, I sound like them dudes in the Mighty Quinn. No, oh, you know what I wanted to ask you too, man. You, you, I didn't know you did the voiceovers, man. On um, what, what was that blue um, Jet Blue? Yeah, you did the, you did the. How did that happen, I, right I, quick, I, man? I, I didn't do, the, I didn't do the voiceover for that. I just did the very first commercial. You did the very first commercial. Yo, son, it was so far. It was so long ago. Like you got to really dig. I don't even think YouTube. It was on YouTube, like. If you see the if you see the commercial, I swear to God, it looked like that shot it on VHS. It is so back in the day. Come on! But I did one of the first joints for JetBlue. 
And then I did a couple of commercials. I did a commercial for um, Lids Hats. I'm going to send you that one, that link. Cause that, yeah, that definitely. That was one of my favorites. Definitely. I played the New, the New York Yankee baseball cap. Yeah, man, send me that, man. Yeah. com. Yo, Gene Harding. Gene, okay, yeah, we, we, Gene got, Harding. we got to make sure that we say, okay, Gene Harding, GeneHardingNow.com, man. Y'all go, man, and, and, and log on. Check this man out. Y'all go make sure y'all check out the Human Being with Gene podcast, streaming everywhere sure. on all platforms right now. Y'all go check that out. Man, support, show love, foolsofcomedy.com. And um, on Instagram, Fools of Comedy. Um, y'all going to have some new dates. They said they got new dates coming. They moving around. Hopefully, they'll move around out here. I don't know what's going on with these people. Yeah, y'all need it. to come on down here, man. We on it. Man, hey, it, it's definitely been a um, a pleasure, brother. For real. And uh, we're going to have to set something up, man, for you to come back on here next month. Um, if you got some time, come back on here, man, and we can chop it up again where we can get that that exclusive, um, you know, without your daughter. I already oh, know right, how it's going right. down. Right. Listen, listen, everybody tuning in right now, enjoy this. This is about to be the most PG-rated interview you don't get from me, all right? When she go, as soon as she go back to school, I'll call back in and I'll give you all the real. It's but going right down. Now, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm on daddy time right now, so. Man. I appreciate y'all letting me do this. I appreciate, uh, yo, it just it's just interesting how this even came about because you call about somebody else. I'm like, oh, I, exactly. well, I don't have that information. Uh, but I ain't doing shit. <laughs> I wasn't gonna put that out there, but yeah, man, you you put that out there, I, I, and that is so true. And I tell you what, man, I definitely look at it as a as a major blessing. I think that it was meant to be. You know, I think, uh, but I think the funniest line out of the whole thing was, yo, I don't think you know who you're talking to. I'm saying to myself, like, well, well, who am I talking to? <laughs> and me and this brother chopped it up on the phone, man, and it, it's it's been on ever since, man. This 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 is really a dope, dope, dope person, man. I really love your spirit, brother. And for me and the team, man, we wishing you more blessings, more success. I already know your future is looking really, really bright, man. And if, if can you give us drop a little jewel real quick before you get out of here? If there's any advice that you could give anybody that's trying to follow your footsteps as far as getting in the entertainment business, chasing their dreams, chasing their destiny, their goals or whatever, can you give them something from Mister Hardine? Without 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 sounding cliche, right? Without sounding cliche. When I tell you, yo, be yourself, it's going to be the only thing you got at the end of the day. When, when all the whackness is around you, when all the money is around you, when all the, the fame or, or the misfortune, or the good and the bad, when all of that is just swarming you, like really be happy with who you are as a person. Because once you get there, then you're going to be able to deal with it all. But if you're not happy, you're going to always try to find the happiness and other people, and another job, and a better car, and more money in the bank. You're going to keep looking for that, and when when's that going to end? Wow. Look how many look how many wealthy people still kill themselves. And when we broke, we be thinking, yeah, you got everything. Why would you? And then you get it. You're like, oh, that wasn't even enough. They still had holes. And so, you know, the people out there that's looking for a relationship. Trying to, trying to find somebody else to fill that void. It ain't going to happen. It's never going to happen. So just be yourself. On the, on the, like I said, it's going to be cliche, but 
but it's the truth. It took me a long time to realize that. I'm so in love with Gene Harding right now, so in love with this dude, and I never was able to say that before. So that's wow. about the, uh, the best nugget I could give. Man, I appreciate that. And I'm pretty sure all the listeners, they appreciate that as well. Again, Gene, man, love you, my brother. Wishing you Thanks, more man. blessings, more success again, man. I'm talking about just a great spirit all the way around the board. And we can't wait to have you back on the show again. Make sure that y'all go check out uh, GeneHardingNow.com. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to say my name like it's French now just because I told you. <laughs> y'all make sure y'all go check him out, man. On Instagram, Gene Harden, Harden, Harding. Go check him out on Instagram. Show some love, man, and support. My brother is coming back on the show again. Y'all make sure that y'all stay tuned in. It's going down, man. Tell yes, baby girl Thank I say very what's much up. For having me. And I'll I'll check back with y'all whenever y'all ready. Absolutely. It's the Vibe Show. I'm your host, Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my special guest, the one and only, super dope man, Mr. J. <laughs> you ready, man? <laughs> it's going down. The one and only, Gene Harton. Harding. We got out. It. finally got it. Yes, sir. I'm working on my comedy stuff, man. Oh, all right. Well, listen. Let's start with saying my name right. That, that's the that's the first thing we need to work on. That's the that's the first joke you should tell. Exactly. Man, we out. Man, be safe, my brother. All right, I ain't princess. This is over. We about to go eat. I gotta give her a shout out too. I can't even care right now. She's watching her cartoons. She's good on me now. Yeah. All right, y'all. I love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. We out, brother. Peace.